Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. This week's episode of the Degenerates Clubhouse is brought to you by Dominion Voting Systems. Dominion, the preferred voting system if you royally fuck something up and need a scapegoat. Run a stop sign? It wasn't me, officer. It was Dominion Voting Systems. Cheat on your wife during a Christmas party? Baby, it wasn't me in that plush reindeer costume violently pile-driving your eldest sister into your parents' bed? It was Dominion Voting Systems. And it doesn't have to be a big mistake. Maybe you did something inconsequential. Like, hypothetically, maybe you lost an election because you repeatedly lied about a global pandemic, getting hundreds of thousands of people killed, and tanking the world's largest economy in the process. It wasn't my fault I lost. It was Dominion Voting Systems. This message was not approved by Dominion Voting Systems or the Trump 2024 campaign. This message was approved by Shaggy. It wasn't me. <laughs> you had to throw that in there at the end. That was ridiculous. The, the, the crazy, okay, this is the craziest part. That was that was pre-written. That, I had already uh-huh. written that before, we, uh, prior, prior to recording, uh, we, we, we were, at least I was, I was on the, the shaggy, it wasn't me thing. And I guess maybe subconsciously that popped up because it was the, the closing joke, if you want to call it that, in my brought to you by segment. It wasn't me. Say what you want, but Shaggy writes some catchy tunes. He's only got the one, really. I can't remember. Oh, no, Mr. Bombast. Is he a Mr. Bombastic? Mr. Bombastic. Is that him? Yeah. Okay. Shaggy's got got several. He's got like five really catchy tunes. How dare you? How dare you besmirch the good name of Shaggy? Don't make me look them up, because I will. I prefer... um, I prefer other... Like in you know, that song was cool back in. No, the, no, that was good. Keep going. Can, can we get I, a little bit more? I don't know. I don't know that. That's the only okay. one I know. He 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 had a a gem of a song called Mister Lover Lover. Mister oh, Lover Lover. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Smooth, just like a silk. Yeah, no. And there were words after it. No. But anyhow. Um, we, we've established uh, on previous episodes that you are not the most politically aware or mindful. Do you know what Dominion voting systems are? Not really, but I know. So <laughs> I'll summarize this the best I can. Like they, they, they are a company that makes actual like physical machines that are used to record votes. Okay. And, uh, according to our, our still, for at least a, a few more hours, fearless leader, uh, Mr. Donald Jessica Trump. You say t- if it ends in a few hours, is he really unofficially president after tomorrow, or, or is that just Well, no, a joke? so, okay, well, well, <laughs> slow, slow down, Kimosabi, we're going to get to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, according to, to uh, Mr. Donald Jessica Trump, that the Dominion voting systems were corrupted during the election and parts were switched out so they would illegally cast votes for uh, Mr. Joseph R. Biden instead of him. And Dominion is some sort of scam company and they stole the election from him, among other. That that was like one of, of multiple theories that he sort of put out there for how the election was stolen from him. Mm. Um, and Dominion is... I know they're suing his lawyer. 
because she she was also propagating that. I think they're probably going to wait till he's out of office to sue him because they're like, hey, stop making shit up and and tearing you know dragging our company's name through the mud. Uh, and this this all comes into play a lot because I think they were still being used because th- there was a special election uh, in Georgia last night. Um, because the, the way Georgia works, uh, they, they had their Senate elections during the general election for president. But if neither candidate gets over 50% of the vote in Georgia, they go to a runoff where it's just the top two candidates and they have a runoff. And then when there's only two candidates, obviously someone's going to get more than 50%. Just like that's how math works. Gotcha. Um, so, so that was going on. And the reason... That was a really big deal was because if somehow, some way, Democrats were able to win both of those seats, they would by the narrowest of narrow margins control the Senate and the House and the presidency. And they could actually like pass some of the things that Joe Biden wants to do. And if they lost even one of those seats, uh, Mitch McConnell, who to me is still the most detestable person in all of American politics would con- uh, retain control of the Senate and he could continue bringing you such classic hits as we're not going to confirm any Supreme Court justices for Democrats as long as I hold this seat. Uh, we're going to make sure that every proposal is dead on arrival. Like this was the, this was a guy that, that literally said like from day one that his goal was just to make Obama a failed first term president and he wasn't going to pass any of his legislation. Like it's like this guy. Um, but he's not speaker of the house anymore. Um, because I mean, all, (laughs) all it took was like fucking up a pandemic. And then, uh, both of the, so so this is another real thing that happened. Both of the Republican, uh, senatorial. So one, one was a elected Senator. The other was appointed this this, uh, woman named Kelly Loeffler, or, uh, she's like super, super rich. She's like the, I think the richest politician in like all of us politics. Um, she, she was appointed. So the, 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 the Republican who had held her seat retired and she, and the, uh, I, I guess it was the governor. I forget how Georgia politics works, but she was just appointed the seat. No one actually voted her, uh, in, and she just held the seat until the next election. And that, that's why that was a, a special election. Um, both both uh, Kelly Loeffler and uh, Purdue, who's who's the elected Republican senator, at the out, uh, the outset of the pandemic, um, were saying, "Oh, this isn't a big deal. It's just going to go away." Like all oh, the 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 uh, kind of sort of consistent storyline of, "Hey, COVID's not a problem. Like it'll be cool. Don't worry about it." And meanwhile, uh, you know, upon receiving these classified briefings about how bad it really was, <laughs> they went uh, to the stock market and bought a lot of stock in like medical companies right. and Pfizer and things like that, which wait, whoa, whoa, this, is, this is a quiz for you business majors out there. Armando, you're, you're a business major. Is that correct? Yes, sir. So if a Republican Senator took uh, inside information that only they were privy to and used that to purchase stocks to enrich themselves, what would that be called? That's called insider trading. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, you're correct. I want a prize, goddammit. Well, <laughs> the, the, the prize, hopefully, and this, this is the way it's looking like it's going to shake out, is 
Um, bo- both of them lost. Uh, I, almost inconceivably. I didn't think there was any chance both of those seats were going to go to Democrats. And that is looking like how that's going to all shake down. And the good part, the very good, like immediately tangible part, you know, for both of us is it looks like an early priority for Democrats now is going to be passing uh, a $2,000 stimulus check instead of six right. bucks. Wasn't it McConnell that blocked all that nonsense to begin yes. with? Yes. Okay. Well, so, so this was, again, this is McConnell. This is just how he rolls. Like he, you know, and if, if you've ever seen him, there's a lot of jokes um, that have been made about him because he does look like a human turtle. Um, <laughs> he looks like the turtle from the uh, the commercials for Tootsie Pop, the Tootsie Roll. Like, how many licks does it take for a uh, whatever an owl, and then there's like a turtle that just bites into it. Yeah. He looks like that turtle. He he does kind of even sound turtle. He's got this like he's 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 a Kentucky senator. I don't know if he's from actually from Kentucky, but he's he's just like oh, Mitch McConnell, and uh, I don't I don't see a path to. That's actually, I'm, wow, I'm, I'm, oh, I got chills. I was like, is, is Mitch in the room with me right now? What the fuck? Uh, I don't, I don't see a path to a $2,000 stimulus check. Like, it's like you're the, the Senate majority leader. If you wanted there to be a path, you can make one. That's how your job works. The reason there's no path is because he would, he would not even hold a vote. So, just to again to to review our little politics 101 the way congress works um is you've got the house that's one one body of congress and you've got the senate that's a that's a different chamber of congress and for something you know to be passed into law it has to pa- you know it has to be proposed in one body and then passed in the other so the two th- the standalone like nothing added on to it this $2000 standalone stimulus check was already uh, proposed and passed in the House of Representatives, um, which was democratically controlled, because they they were why they didn't do that in the first place uh, is a little bit beyond me. I mean, I think the short answer is they're playing political games because Democrats still do that a lot, which yep. is fucking annoying. Yep. Um, but when Trump was like, "I want two thousand dollars," Democrats are like, "Cool, like we're, we're hopping on board this train. Like, let's do it." Like, fuck all the other noise. Like, you, you have given us a, a clear path, and we're going to, again, I'm, I'm sure there there were uh, ulterior motives from people like Nancy Pelosi who wanted to use it for campaign purposes. And, you know, they were very effectively able to make it an issue in that Georgia Senate election. But regardless of why they did it, the Democrats already passed a $2,000 uh, stimulus bill in the House. And then it got to uh, snapping turtle man Mitch McConnell. Uh, no, we're, we're not even going to hold a vote on that. That's that's you know, how he sounds in my mind. Um, and so he he was not even he had not even actually held a vote because um, that would make the Republicans in the Senate go on record and vote against it. Which again, not real popular with people in America. Like people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I lost my job whatever, you know, the, the economy's fucked up. Like I'm going to get a little bit of help. Yeah. Could you please do that? You assholes in Congress. If everything holds the way it is and there isn't like some complete outrageous out of left field thing that, that happens, uh, the Democrats are going to win both of these seats in Georgia and it's going to be exactly 50, 50. And in the Senate, if there's the same number of Republicans 
and the same number of Democrats holding seats, then the tiebreaker goes to the vice president. Um, and Joe Biden won the election, so it would be his vice president, and she would have the tie-breaking vote in the Senate. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Motherfucking Harris. I, I'm not her biggest fan either, <clears throat> but if you're like, hey, you could have Kamala Harris, uh, who's fairly liberal on her policies, for sure did some questionable things when she was a, 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 a district attorney, and there, there are things in her voting record I don't like, and I feel like she's opportunistic and in a political climber, this, that, and the other. It's like, or you can, <laughs> you can have like Mike Pence, who well, we don't even have to get into all his stuff, but it's like, well, he's like propping up a wannabe dictator, and uh, he's like for like gay conversion camps, and he lied a ton about the pandemic, and like, and again, when you want to talk about a social climber, it's like Kamala Harris, definitely a political climber. Like Mike Pence, you know, like she, Kamala Harris. And you know, if, if uh, we were to put this in high school sports terms, she's like JV freshman team, political climber. Mike Pence is like, he's like the star starter on varsity right now. Like he, he was a Indiana politician who was likely going to lose office. And he managed to parlay that, um, and to becoming vice president of the United States, like all the political climbers out there are like, wow, if I could only sell my, sell my soul as fast and as efficiently as Mike Pence did, I could become a starter on the varsity political climbing team. Like, holy crap. My, uh, my dad just saw uh, the second Borat movie last night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> had, good Lord. Yes. He, had a, he had a kick when uh, Borat calls him Mike Pennis. Mike Pennis. And he's trying to sell his daughter to... to to Giuliani, that whole thing, that that whole bit got him fucking laughing. Yeah, I think Giuliani bought her. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah. he's like, how how much is that going to be? Like, let me let me get my checkbook. He's Holy trying shit. to take his pants off and shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, he what he what? It's not like he was trying. He was taking his pants off like that. That was happening. Well, according to him, he was like adjusting his microphone or some nuts. <laughs> that's so okay. That's horrifying. We just learned what Rudy Giuliani's pet name for his dick is. I've, I've never heard it, but it actually kind of makes sense. It's, yeah. it's, it's my microphone. Hey, 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 Bort's daughter, you got to get right on top of that microphone. Get your mouth right next to it, or you're not going to pick up the audio. Oh, gross. So go on. So go on. Uh, the, uh, the Senate now has, is now, the majority goes to the, the Dems, because they get the uh, tiebreaker with uh, Kamala yeah, the, Harris. The, but, so we're not even at the crazy part. Okay. Um, but, but you know what, let, let's just let it, let us just take a moment. Um, cause this, I mean, this is historic. There's, there's never been a sweep like this in, uh, in Georgia, which, which was a Confederate state. Uh, and not only did Democrats win both seats, um, one seat goes to, uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock, who's a black man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was actually, he was, was it a pastor? No, he's a reverend. What the fuck am I talking about? He's a reverend at uh, Martin Luther King's church, who, and it was also the church of John Lewis, where both um, John Lewis just just died this, this past year. It was I mean, a huge, huge figure in the civil rights movement, and um, it's, it's it seems like fitting that that as John Lewis passed, um, 
you know, he's not occupying the same seat that John Lewis did, but that, that a, a, there's a, I think this is the first time there's been a black senator in Georgia ever. And the other seat went to a 33-year-old Jewish guy named John Ossoff, who, if at nothing else, is very, very smart. Like, at this point, my standards are pretty low. I'm like, does he have a lot of political experience? No. Uh, That might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. But, like, at least he's not a raging moron. Like, That's, like, the bar right now for me. I'm like, are you just, like, overtly corrupt and are you a moron? Okay, then we don't want you in office. You know what? If if you're intelligent and like don't have glaring skeletons that are are like fighting their way out of your closet, like uh, Walking Dead style, then yeah, let's let's consider you. So that was exciting. Um, but but did, are you ready for the craziness? I guess you have. You're yeah, not yeah, even yeah. Aware that this for is it, happening. Yeah, this is happening as we speak. So today, this was supposed to be when when uh, Congress confirmed Joe Biden. Okay. Right? Because, you know, like, like we have this electoral college system where, like, our votes don't actually really matter. They yeah. only matter in theory yeah. because the electors have to vote on them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, and this electoral, is, this, the electoral college thing happened like a week or two ago, right? Yeah. Well, they, they, they certified all the votes. Gotcha. Um, and now... Congress, uh, and again, the, the, the leader of Congress is, is um, the vice president. So Mike Pence is supposed to confirm him today. Um, so they were, they being, being you know, the Senate, they were all in, in the uh, Capitol building giving speeches. Um, actually, Mitch McConnell, of all people, was saying like, let me let me see if I can do my. Uh, okay, this 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 uh, election rigging thing. This has gone on too far. Uh, uh, well, we're gonna put democracy in a death spiral if we keep making these false accusations. I don't I don't think he said false. He did say death spiral. I I have really again. I'm always constantly impressed by Republicans' ability to name things in a way that are scary but kind of catch your attention. They love calling things death spirals. Um, cause it sounds really bad, right? What's the first time I've ever heard anybody call anything uh, a death spiral? A death spiral. Oh, they use that one. That's one of their favorite ones. Oh, if we, we go to Obamacare, it's going to put healthcare in a death spiral. If we, um, you know, increase social security, it's going to put the economy in a death spiral. They love saying things are going to go into a death spiral. It's cause it's, it's really, it's, you can, it's, it's like visceral. Like you can see it. Oh yeah. There's the economy. It's going to be swirling down in a tornado <laughs> until it hits the bottom and it dies. Death spiral. You never heard that? Nope. Oh, they love saying death spiral. Um, so Mitch McConnell was like, all right guys, like, you know, cool story. Like, yeah, the election is rigged, whatever, like fucking cut it out. Um, and uh, Ted Cruz, who, who to me is still like the most just like skin crawlingly horrific person in politics, was going on about how the election was stolen from Trump. There were speeches back and forth. Like this, this is sort of par for the course. People like to the grandstand. They at this point, politicians like no social media is a thing. They want to get viral clips. It's going to get them donations. This, that, and the other. That all checks out, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what? <laughs> What I guess they didn't expect, and I don't know how they didn't expect this, was the uh, the the MAGA horde. I'm going to call them the MAGA horde, the Make America Great. Uh, they've they've been hearing for weeks from 
you know, Donald Jessica Trump that the election's rigged and it's been stolen from him and they really won. And you're, you've heard at least this like, yeah, yeah. rumblings of this, right? Sure. So a lot of them, like thousands of them, went to Washington. It's it's kind of sounds like it might be a fun children's book. Like MAGA goes to Washington, like, yay, we're going to learn about how politics work. Like chapter one, um, protesting a, a Democratic election where your candidate fairly lost. Chapter two, uh, attacking police on the steps of the Capitol. Chapter three, storming the Capitol building. Chapter four, forcing Congress while they are trying to confirm the new president to evacuate the Capitol building. Chapter, what chapter was I on? I I don't, that was four, I think, maybe. Chapter five, um, <laughs> taking over the Chamber of Commerce. So this, what's going is, so so okay so this, what's going this on This is there? what's happening literally right now. <laughs> so they're 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 physically entering the Capitol building. Uh Yeah. They they storm the Capitol building. <laughs> how how are they doing this? Something like security and all this bullshit or what police So and- so there were there were police. Yeah, remember that whole like blue lives matter thing? Yeah. That that yeah, black lives matter protests are terrible. They're they're putting the police in a bad spot. Like blue lives matter. Well, I, I guess for that all went out the window. Um, I guess I guess uh, this protest supersedes that. The other ones didn't. This one did. We're learning. We're learning how the rules work as we go. It's okay. And uh, apparently, police were not expecting this to happen. Which again, to me, is crazy. I was like, yeah, obviously. I just knew a hundred percent there were going to be protests. I assumed they were going to get violent. The only thing I was expecting was for p- police to be like fully ready, like riot gear the wh- whole bit, and also to have the National Guard on standby, um, which wasn't the case. So there, I mean, there, there are clips uh, up there already um, of these protesters just overwhelming police, um, f- you know, forcing their way into the Capitol building. Like the senators were evacuated. They were giving the senators gas masks because they worried that someone might uh, un- unleash a gas, gas attack. Because uh, I guess that it probably is one of the easier um, things to make and also conceal. Um, I know there was at least one one person did get shot and they were, they were reportedly in critical condition. But it's it was really chaotic and it was a little bit hard to follow exactly what was getting uh, going on. Um, and the part... <laughs> To me, that was the richest of all was, again, Ted Cruz, who I like. There's a special level of disgust that I have for him uh, as, as a person. Uh, he was one of the ones that was stoking this the most. He, he was assembling a crew of senators to try to overturn uh, Joe Biden's win. I don't, I don't know what, what he thought he was going to accomplish other than, I'm assuming, he thought this would endear him to the MAGA base so in 2024 he could run for president. Uh, if Donald Trump finally, you know, choked on a KFC um, family meal bucket and and you know died, I because that's the, the crazy part. Like I, th- I really think Ted Cruz was running with this whole like the election was rigged thing to try to set himself up. Oh, for sure, to run for in sure. Right, except Donald Trump has also said that he's going to re you know run for uh, re-election in 2024. So if you're Ted Cruz and you spent this whole time telling everyone. Oh yeah, Donald Trump really won in 2020. The, he should be the president. 
then how do you run against him in 2024 unless you're just banking on Donald uh, Donald Cruz? Jesus Christ, that well, would be all, terrifying. Look, let's just, this Donald is, Trump it's, dying. It's clear that all, including Kamala Harris, like all these politicians, most of these politicians, they they go with the, whatever, like they're fair weather. They're not, they don't stick by, the, and the, the, he'll cross that bridge when he comes to it. And you know what I mean? He He's... He'll probably talk shit about Trump when they have to run off or whatever, and and they're going to be bitter rivals and enemies. But yeah, so so yes and no though, because because he, here's the thing: like Mitch McConnell is absolutely reprehensible. Mitch McConnell is like to to make myself and the the foreign backers that line my pockets a little bit richer. I will gladly let. Most of the country suffer. Fuck them. They don't matter to me. But even Mitch McConnell was like, all right, guys, this has gone too far. We're going to literally destroy democracy if we keep this shit up. And Ted Cruz is like, nope, <laughs> let's let, let's just keep uh, not only let's not only hop on this bandwagon. We're going to just drive this bandwagon forward and then back it up on democracy and drive it forward and back it up just until we've really squashed this thing dead the best we can. So so um, earlier today, all these motherfuckers, all these MAGA fuckers were... No, no, no. Not earlier today. Right now. Okay, right as now. We speak, as we speak. They haven't been able to get them out. Virginia, uh, the Virginia governor has mobilized the Virginia National Guard now um, and he's, sent, he's sending them in, but... Uh, it's probably going to take a while because they've they've just it, it's it is without just like murdering people. It's not easy to get a bunch of people out of a fortified building, right? Let me, let me let me uh, let me weird let me crazy um, tinfoil hat theory, motherfucker. Do you think that um, whatever political party or whatever organization is in charge of I guess law enforcement, or if we're seeing the law enforcement security of this event, like, like they intentionally. No. You don't think that happened? You don't think like they did it on purpose to like like a big fuck you to, you no. know, Trump not winning? Like let's let's make a fucking one final last scary scene. Um. Not not he- not heighten the security that needs take the take the proper security measures that need to be taken. Let's just kind of say fuck it, and then cause a scene like kind of like a man like a a last fuck you no i mean again so so it's not it's it's not like uh the democrats or the republicans control the washington uh dc police department right mm-hmm. so it, is well, it possible that that the police chief is politically motivated and he did this like i I guess but probably not because it it reflects really poorly on the 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 police department and everything like that i i really just don't think they believed it would escalate to this level i think they had all the same precautions i mean at this point particularly in dc with events like this they've got like their standard checklists you know Okay, for for this event, you need this many officers. You need to to uh, have this many officers on the front of the building. This many officers uh, on the back of the building. We're going to go through the checklist. You know, A, B, C, D, D, E. Okay, we've got everything in place. Let's go. And they they've done hundreds of these events, and for a lot of the higher ups, it's probably routine. And they're like, yeah, 
like there's going to be some protesters. Okay, we're going to, you know, increase the, the staffing um, X amount to compensate for that. And we're fine. I, I really don't think that perhaps they, they're quite as cynical as I am at this point where they're like, oh, yeah, these people will go crazy. Like, and I think especially on the heels of that, um, you know, it's, it's the, the races in Georgia have, have, one of them has been called, it was called for Raphael Warnock and the other they're saying that it's too close to call. But, uh, at this point, I think it's just semantics and them wanting to, uh, you know, cross all their T's and dot their I's and, and, and not call a race too early. But I think that that news might've been the last little push and, like I said, if you are used to running these events and you're not just like incredibly cynical, you might think, oh yeah, like this is going to be fine. We can just do what we've done every other time and we're going to follow protocol and we'll increase our numbers a little bit. And they were not prepared for how fucking nuts some of these people are. So so again, I don't, I don't really totally pay, pay attention to like politics and all this shit, but again, my dad sometimes has the news on and he's watching it. And my mom hates the shit, as do I. But you can't, you can't like uh, help but like hear overhear some of the stuff that they say. And I remember like a week or two ago, I couldn't tell you which news station it was on. I couldn't tell you which people said this stuff. But I know some of these people were like were heavily anti-Trump, Trump obviously by some of their comments. But they were like, "We're so scared of what Trump's gonna do during his last couple of weeks as president." We're afraid he's in the, we're fearful that he's going to enforce martial law or something like that. Like people are going to go crazy, start shooting the place up. So, you know, there was, there was already some kind of like, we don't know what the fuck's going to happen with Trump kind of during his last few days or that last couple weeks as president. Like people were scared, right? He was pardoning people and doing some shit, whatever. Um, and as you say that, as we're talking about this, this subject, I'm getting like, little notifications on my iPhone from who knows what news sources. But one of them is, has said that Trump is telling protesters to go home in peace, like to leave the Capitol in peace, whatever that means. Um, so it's kind of like, I don't know, man. It, I, I always, I, I still, I'm still, I think I'm, I don't know. I Obviously no one wants to have people get shot at no one wants anyone to fear for their safety you know no i'm not i'm not saying that what's going on is the right way to go to do things but but do politicians are fucked politicians in general are fucked people and and i don't i don't know okay so so again first yes a lot of them are particularly a lot of the old ones currently in office true are all of them equivalent Absolutely not. So, again, let's just let's just review. Um, I, I've been on the record many times as not being any fan of Hillary Clinton's. I think she was a poor leader. Uh, there, there's definitely uh, some shady things in her past. Do do they do they rise to the level of like uh, instructed assassinations and things like that that they put on her? Probably not, but. I don't even get past them. Like, would she be a good president? No. Um, did, did she definitely take a lot of money from like wall street to give speeches for sure. But when she lost the election and in her case, she, she full well knew 
that there had been a coordinated and long plot by Russia to sway the election in favor of her opponent. Like that was just, I mean, she was getting briefings the whole time she was running. Cause when, once you become uh, a nominee for either of the parties in an election, then you start getting all those briefings. Um, and, she, and again, she, she only lost the election by a, you know, a few thousand votes in, uh, in, in Pennsylvania. And then, uh, some of the, the, uh, the states in, in the Midwest, she was, she, on the night of the election, despite knowing all that, conce- conceded, mm-hmm. att- attended Trump's inauguration, and let him start his administration and come into office. Because that's like how, how democracy works. <laughs> Donald Trump, upon losing in a much larger, by a much larger margin, um, because again, we got to remember, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by three million votes, uh-huh. and she resigned. Donald Trump lost the electoral college, lost the popular vote by I think it was like six and a half million votes last time I I saw it. Might be higher now once they finish counting. He he then you know started a whole campaign about how the election was rigged like stirring fermentation and it's led to a, a literal coup. Like this is, I just, I just see this, him as a, I just see him as a, a sore, poor loser and nothing else. And I'm not surprised by it. Like I'm not, I'm not infuriated, but I'm like, ah, fuck him. He's, I mean, he's not going to be president like there. He, that's it. I just, I kind of just shrug it, it off, you know? Yeah. I mean a different, there's a, there's a difference though, because I'm saying this is like tangibly happening right now. There's a difference between being a sore loser. Like you could just be like, well, I lost and so-and-so is going to be a terrible president and I would have been better and blah, blah, blah versus perpetuating a lie about how a democratic election was rigged and how you really won. And I really have to say intentionally those are mobilizing part, your those, followers. Those are all poor. Those are hold on. Those are all pol- political smoke and mirrors that a sore loser does. That's all. That, that's all I see. No, but but yeah, that's Mondo, all I see. You don't. You don't. You, the, again, it, it's never happened before. There's never been a Republican know. or a Democrat in the history of our country who's done that. What about? So it's not just something on, that happens. So you're. So you're. Let me, but I want you to go on record. So you're saying that Trump is telling these people to mobilize and go protest and do do all this stuff. You're saying that's the message he's sending, right? I, I'm. I'm saying the message that so. so like clear as day, the message that Trump is sending is that the election is rigged and he should be president. Okay. I agree with that. I'm sure I, I agree with that. S- subtly. Is he telling people to, to do, to do this? Yes. No, I'm of- just telling, I'm telling you when you walked away from the microphone just a few seconds ago and I can't, mm-hmm. I can't reference the news feed. This is coming from, but like I get these notifications on my phone as we're recording, right? Mm-hmm. And I get a notification saying Trump is telling protesters to go home in peace. Like he's this Capitol Hill stuff that's going on. Trump is sending out this message to tell people go home, like go home in peace. Like I don't know. Like that's clear to me that he's not telling people to go fucking protest. You know what I mean? So 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 again, that's that's nice that after the fact and all this happened. He, he and he's been getting like calls and tons of pressure from people like, "Hey, someone just got shot in the fucking Capitol building. Do something." You're the president still, technically, asshole. Okay. That he sent out a tweet. That's cool. It's been more than a month of him 
repeatedly saying the election's rigged, telling his supporters to be ready to be. I'm trying to. I mean, I could try to pull up a direct sure. quote. I really I just, don't want to go I'm through just, this timeline. I'm just, again, all but, that all that stuff. But, like I said, but, all that stuff to me but is just without smoke and question, dude. without question, without reading in between the lines, without trying to figure out if it's a quote unquote dog whistle. He's been repeatedly and consistently saying that the election was rigged and he should be president and he really won. I agree with you on that which, part. I agree with you that he has been sending bold, that message. Bold-faced lie. And again, never in the entire history of our country has someone who has lost an election, Democrat or Republican, or, or uh, I'm trying to think, was it Ralph Nader in the Green Party? Never was the Green Party a sore loser and be like, that's it. The Green Party should have won. We were, we. It says that we only got zero point zero zero three percent of the vote, but we really won the election. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know American uh, uh, politics and history of uh, it that well, but I'm sure there's there's. I'm sure no, there's been literally other... never. Okay, never. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. You're, so, you're the you're the expert on it. I'm not. I don't politics. It, are, it, it, po- it just isn't. It just isn't like that hard to. I mean. This this is just unprecedented, historic, and just I, completely fucking. You know how Rotten Tomatoes has their certified fresh. Sure, this is certified fucking bananas. Okay, I all I'm saying is bananas. Just like I was, I was just as unhappy when he was elected. I uh-huh. wasn't like, I wasn't bent out of shape about it. I was like, fuck. Oh, here we go. Four years of bullshit. At least four years of bullshit. If if they don't impeach him before then. Just like he's making a big muck of it right now, and he's like he's like fucking pouting and he's st- stamping his feet in the ground and saying all these sending all these messages or whatever, like you say. I'm like, whatever, he's done. Like, I'm not gonna get so bent out of shape where I'm I'm gonna let it ruin my day. He, the guy's done. He's done with. You know, it sucks. So, that there's stuff going on. There's all these politicians that are being, you know, like I said, threatened right now, but their safety's being threatened, whatever. But whatever tomorrow's another day you know that's i t- and to look to a point to a point some of these f- fuckers and i'm not saying that what's going on is right i'm saying some of these motherfuckers these politicians probably deserve to be a little fearful and maybe they should start like pointing in the right direction and doing the right thing and not worrying about their fucking political background or the money they're making like maybe they should they should change their compass i, I thought it was hilarious when both Mitch McConnell's house in Kentucky and Nancy Pelosi's house in, I guess it was San Francisco, maybe. Um, <laughs> both both their houses got graffitied in the middle of the night. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm not again. I, I'm not. I'm not saying. But, it's but hold, good. hold up, Mondo, 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 sure. hold on, sure. hold on. And, and this is all I'm going to say, and then I'm done. If what you're saying to a point, I would agree with. I mean, one, but I I don't think this is nothing. But I wouldn't get bent out of shape about this nearly as much as as I am if in the process of making up a bunch of false claims about the election being rigged, Donald Trump was actively letting Biden get ready to assume the presidency, but they haven't been. They've been impeding them at, at every turn. They have not been giving them the, ne- the necessary um intelligence briefings and information so he can assume the presidency. And it really, it makes a real intangible difference because we're still in the middle of the pandemic. The whole, the entire, and like, if you want something real specific, like the effort to get a vaccine out 
to our population as a is at a complete crawl right now. I think um, the estimates were if we continue at the same speed of distributing the vaccine that we are right now, our country would be inoculated in ten years from now. Uh, but I, so yeah, I, 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 let, let me finish. All right. Can I finish? Sure. Can I finish? Sure. Because I was almost done. Can I finish? Can I finish? Mondo, I'm asking you. Can I finish? I'm trying not to interrupt, okay, but, so go ahead. But, don't interrupt me. Um, so, separate from it being politics, separate from it being, uh, you know, just, I think, an active attempt to try to tear down the whole uh, political and democratic system that we've used since the country's inception. All that being said, you could throw that out. It's having a real tangible effect on the nuts and bolts effort to curb a global pandemic. And, you know, pe- people will die. I was trying to come up with the number. I was like, well, would it be thousands? Would it be tens of thousands? The fact that I even have to ask that question is completely, again, 100% certified bananas. And it's not something that I'm just like, oh, whatever. It's no big deal. I'm like, dude, you you have been fucking up for, from, from day one. You're still fucking up. And then now it's literally tangibly getting people's um, lives caught up in the... Wow, my, my voice just cracked. Like I was a... I was an emo teenager. You're getting people's lives caught up in the mix of your drama and your bullshit, and it's not okay, Dad. It's not okay. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. So I don't know who's um, responsible for the military, who's in charge of the military, like who the head honcho is or anything, but I know the it's operation— the president. Hold that's on. why they're called the commander-in-chief. Stop. Hold on. Wait. Don't interrupt me. Can I finish? Can I finish? Anyway. Okay. I don't know— um, I don't know who's in charge, whatever, responsible for it. But I know it's got a funny name because I've heard it a couple of times. I know that the, it's called Operation Warp Speed or, oh, I'm sorry, Operation Light Speed or some nonsense. Like They're trying to distribute the vaccine and, and obviously the name's kind of giving it away. I, you Again, I don't know the, the all the gears, all the cogs at play um, behind this operation to uh, distribute the vaccine to everybody. Um it's a logis- it's a logistical question that I don't know enough to like you know answer or have a smartest answer. I just think it's funny that it's called Operation Warp Speed or Light Speed, and you're saying that the commander in chief is Trump. So he so he's so you're telling me he's the brainchild between be- behind that name Operation uh, Warp Speed, whatever it's called. So then, yes, Warp Speed. So then how how can you how can you blame him? <laughs> If the operation is like, hey, let's hurry this shit up. Like, how? I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Like, I I can answer that, but I was also I'm also good to move on. If okay, you want to. cool. Sweet. Do, do you want me to answer that or? If you want, I just don't want to go another forty five minutes about how you hate Trump. Like, I'm I'm like over it. Fuck Trump. I don't care. Like, it's whatever. He, he's okay. Today's supposed to be the day that he gets dethroned officially, and then uh, they um. They, uh, I, I was done like 15 minutes ago, but okay. you, you you keep you keep going <laughs> like, because because you want to get the closing statement about how Mr. Trump yes, is such an I, evil that guy. Is correct. I did want to get the closing statement. Okay. I gave up on that like five minutes ago. I, I just don't think I, whatever. You don't like Trump. That's it's it's okay. 
You don't like him at all. I'm not saying I like him anymore, but I'm not like I'm not. I don't hate on the guy. He's another to me. He's another idiot politician. Is all I'm saying. Period. That was such a weird passive. Gra- oh, you don't like Trump? I'm like, well, yeah. Hey. I mean, why? Like, <laughs> when, that's not when when you when you dislike someone as much as you like uh, when when anybody, not just saying you, when anybody has already like a preconceived like I dislike this person so much. There's nothing good that they can do that you'll be like, okay, cool, that's cool. Like you're just no, that's not true. You're already set. I, I up, give like, you so so. There's one really good thing he did in the pandemic. They they identified that we we're way too reliant. Um, on foreign countries for certain parts of medical supply yeah, chains. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like some like there was like some specific chemical that we completely had outsourced production of to like China so we can make medication. Right. And they're like, oh that's that's a bad thing. Um we need to to revamp our production in the United okay. States so we don't earlier, completely er, rely on China. Early, and they fixed that and I was like, well good er, job. Like the, you guys did and, a good thing. And that's the only awesome. one and that's the only one good thing Trump did, right? Were, oh, are you talking about in general or during the pandemic? There was like one other good thing during the pandemic. Okay. I can't remember. Well, it. it was like it was like two good things think, that they did versus like I think it's just seven hundred thousand bad sure, things. Okay. But yes, there were, I I okay. was I look for the good things because right. I get excited. All right. I, like I want to be fair and balanced. Okay. But if I don't think you are, by the way, but it's okay. You I, earlier, I'm about as earlier objective this, as you can er, get. Earlier in the conversation, you finished. You you said you pointed out earlier in this conversation how Trump even thought it was a good idea to get a $2,000 stimulus bill, but it was the Senate, Mitch McConnell, asshole, who kind of blocked it. So if yes. Trump really wanted this, doesn't that count for like, hey, that's a that's a notch for Mr. Trump wanting to do the right thing. But see, you disregard that because you dislike him so much. You're like, you, you like, you kind of like, eh, it's no big deal. Yeah, he was on board, but it's not, it doesn't count for shit. Like, that's kind of shitty. So, 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 so the two, two parts. One, I'm I'm much happier that he did it at the end of things than not at all. Like if he if he didn't do it at all, I think it's unlikely that there would have been an increase in the stimulus. Um all that being said, he like he completely fucked that up. Like the time to have done that would have been while he still had political power, while he was he was still firmly uh in the office of the presidency, and he could actually have gotten it out to people and it would have taken a lot of legwork and would have taken coordinating with Mitch McConnell and would have been taking rallying, you know, uh, Republican senators to, to the cause. It would have, and then he could have actually gotten that done instead of after losing the election, throwing a temper tantrum. But all that being said, I'm still glad he did it. Like it's much better. This is one where like, it's like, could have he, could he have done that way, way better? Right. Yes. Was his timing of when he did it terrible? Yes. Do I give him credit for at least doing it? Like, because he could have, he could have been like, "Well, fuck it." Like, um, I'm just not going to do anything. At all I check out, I go to Mar-a-Lago. In that instance, no, I give him, I'm, I give him credit. Like, I might get a, you know, 1,400 extra dollars because Donald Trump threw a temper tantrum and was mad at Mitch McConnell. <laughs> awesome. I'm no, I'm that, that is literally what would happen. He he got mad at Mitch McConnell because Mitch McConnell told him he was going to win the election if. He, he, you know, followed Mitch McConnell's plan for success and he lost the election and now he's mad at Mitch McConnell and he says, fuck you, Mitch McConnell. I want $2,000 for everybody. I, I, I'm I like, want good money. job, Donald yeah, Trump. Me too. Good job. Um, I'm done. I was, again, I was done with this 15 minutes sweet. ago. You, you keep asking time, stuff. Time, time, time for some levity because I, I think we both need it. Um, politics are 
shitty topic of a conversation. Agreed. Um, looking on Ask Reddit earlier in the week, I found a couple funny or a couple questions that again have enough ammo. Hopefully, you have an answer to some of these. It might take you a little bit to think about them. So I'll okay. give you the question first, and then if you'd like, I can answer it first with my answer. Then you can answer with your answer, and then we can read some of the other questions or comments that some people left on Reddit. Um, the question was, people for people who work fast food, what don't they want the public to know about? And uh, the, the, do you have an answer already, or do you want me to give one that I have? Or I can't. I mean, I've never worked fast food. Oh, you so haven't? I can't really answer. Have you worked at no. any food restaurant at all? Like any like place where they make food for no people? i did i was a banquet waiter uh, a few times at a hilton but i never i've never worked at like a a chain restaurant okay of any type. is is there is there stuff from that experience as a banquet waiter that stuff that happens behind the scenes that the public probably like they wouldn't want to know but that you know like as you've seen some stuff like is there no not really no? i mean like so if people didn't eat their food. I mean, cause, cause I do remember this happening. There was like this one lady where she, she ordered, you know, it was like, it was like a fish or chicken sort of deal uh-huh. where you, you had your two options yeah. and she or, orders fish, you bring it out to her. And then like 20 minutes later, she, she flags me over and is like, Oh, you know, you brought the, you brought this out cold. Uh, you know, I want, I want like, this is supposed to be a, a hot plate. Like you need to bring me another one. I'm like, all right. Okay. So I get it bring her a new, like, fresh uh, plate of, of, of the fish, sit there watching her for 20 minutes. Because, like, at this point, like, almost everyone else is eating, so I'm not doing anything. I just watch her not eat it and continue talking for another 20 minutes. And then she calls me over again. She's like, you brought it out to me cold again. Like, I want a hot oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah. What a fucking cunt. Sorry for saying and that. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I mean, for me, I'm like, I'm, I wasn't doing anything anyways, like, Sure, this is mildly entertaining. Okay, I'll get you another one. But like when stuff like that happens, then the, the service staff just eats it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think I think I ate the, the second plate that she didn't eat. I think I just ate that one. It was probably still um, warm. It just wasn't hot. She wanted. Yeah, it, it was hot. fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was perfectly. It was very good. I mean, it was a, a freaking Hilton yeah, hotel. Yeah, those banquet like, hotels. Those banquet meals sometimes rock, dude. Those were those um, fucking good. They don't. They don't skimp. But that's that's really all I can think of. They're really. I mean. It was it was a Hilton, so you know you're wearing uh, a shirt and a tie. It's kind of fancy. I think just having that sort of dress and it being in a nice like banquet hall, like just that that impulse to do something fucked up just isn't there as much. Although although I say the one the one thing that I did do that was really really fun, I, I also bar backed for. Uh, a wedding, uh, and that was amazing because when you bar back for a wedding, a bar, like you really don't have to do anything. Like maybe once every 45 minutes to an hour, you're going to have to go run and get like extra cherries or something. But most of the time you're just chilling and the bartender gets really bored and just starts making you drinks. So, I mean, this wouldn't, again, I don't think the guests would be surprised. I think mostly they found it hilarious that I just got fucked up during <laughs> the wedding and was just like hanging out at the bar, like were you drinking being, to them. Were, and the, were you being a paid employee by the bar yeah. or whatever at that point? Oh, hundred percent. So it wasn't like you were a friend, you're doing a friend a favor. You were like, you were, you're supposed to be working. No, no, I, yeah. I was, I was a paid like employee of the Hilton. I, you know, clocked in, clocked out the whole deal. But you know, in that scenario, my, the, my 
boss, like he's, you know, he wasn't the head of all of the whole banquet services, but like chain of command, the bartenders above me, he's giving me direct, you know, directions and instructions for that night. He makes me drink, says, drink this. I'm like, well, it's my boss. What am I going to do? I've got, <laughs> I've got to, you know, I don't want to upset the chain of command. And then he did not tell me, uh, me and Tim, uh, Tim, Tim was my friend. He was, he was a life, oh God, he had the best job at the freaking Hilton. He was the lifeguard. Okay. And it's like a tiny little pull. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a little pull. It's like not too much effort. And he, everybody liked him though because he would just chill and talk to people. So he would get employee of the month and, and get, uh, there's actually like a, a cash bonus that came with employee of the month. Everyone was furious because uh, they're like, this fucking asshole doesn't do anything. Meanwhile, he's sitting he in the sun. Sits in the pool. Yeah, pool yeah. side. Um, but yeah, t- but Tim, Tim orchestrated uh, us going back with two of the female guests to the hotel room. And then, of course, one of them had a boyfriend, and he showed up and kind of like fucked the whole thing uh, up. But, and then, and then Tim, Tim was like, "Hey, that didn't work out. We're going to a strip club." And I'm like, "Tim, you're the captain of the ship this night. Uh-huh. I'm your first mate. Let's go. Uh-huh. Let's go how, to the." How old were you then the, when that happened? When- oh, so this was college, so I would have probably been twenty. Okay. Got oh, so you weren't even legal drinking age, you fucker. You were getting no. hammered. Nice. But again, I, I think. Any of the guests that heard that would be like, cool, like, good job, yeah. Barback. Like, that didn't, you didn't fuck with our drinks. You didn't um, screw up our food. Everything was cool. So, I, I, fun story, but doesn't really answer the question. It kind of, well, it has some stuff that, yeah. Uh, I, I did work at a fast food chain when I was still a sophomore and junior as well in college. Meanwhile, I had, you know, I was, I had a full uh, high school schedule, whatever, five, six periods of class. And then after that, I had football, you know, class that practice. Uh, football practice went up to like 6 p.m., 7 p.m. at night. And then I would work, um, I guess, the closing or the night shift at this uh, this fast food place when I, was, when I was in high school, you know, making a little extra money. Which which fast food place? Uh, Der Wiener Schnitzel. So I, I, I know how to make amazing wieners. I can make amazing hot dogs. We made some crazy... I, I've never been to a, a Der... Is, is this like German-esque fair? It's, or just, like, we, what is it's it? just Wiener Schnitzel. You never heard of Wiener Schnitzel? Or the- I've eaten... I have eaten Wiener Schnitzel in Germany. Okay, no. So there's there's an actual chain in the states called Wiener Schnitzel. It used to go by Der Wiener Schnitzel. They dropped the Der. It's just Wiener Schnitzel. It's a lot of A-frames, um, red and yellow did, paint. Did, did, did they think the Der made it sound like too Nazi party esque? I don't know. Maybe come, come to Der Wiener Schnitzel and uh, you will enjoy our wieners or else uh, you will take the wieners in your mouth. That is our directive. Their signature is uh, hot dogs, right? So they do all kinds of different hot dogs. They're different concoctions. And they introduce like chili fries and burgers and all this other shit. But it's basically hot dog stuff, right? Um, and uh, I know I don't know if you've seen the movie Waiting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. Is it hot dog stuff or is it wiener stuff? Wiener stuff. Well, they make Polish so- Polish sandwiches and, and Polish dogs. and. Wait, wait. wait. Sorry. Po- Polish what? Sandwiches and Polish dogs. Do they make... Do they make- Polish sausages? Do they have German wieners and Polish sausages mixing? Yeah. Well, the wieners aren't German. The wiener, they just call it their wiener schnitzel. I don't know if they're, I don't know. Anyway. Were, were the wieners like s- small and embarrassingly white? No, they were normal size. No, okay, they weren't they German. They were just hot dogs. Um, so I don't know if you've seen the movie Waiting where like they take the food in the back and they fuck with it. Like, Yes. That shit actually happens in fast food as well and if you've ever worked at a fast food place and you ever are a patron of it 
after having worked at a fast food place, you know to be very nice to the people taking your order, making your food, because they will fuck with your shit when you're not looking. Mm-hmm. We used to have a series of customers that were like our regulars. They would come through the drive-thru. They'd order the same shit. We'd know their voice of the thing. The intercom were like, okay, cool. And there was this one particular family that was very, very specific about their order every time. And when they order over their, that, that the, intercom... They wanted the extra large Polish sausage? Yeah. When they order, when they order on that intercom... Um, mm-hmm. we're trained as a cashier, whatever, to repeat their order to them to make sure it's it's accurate. If if it, back then they didn't have those screens where like you'd punch in what you want and the Got screen it. would tell you, hey, does it look Wait, so 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 just so I can have the real experience? I, can can I be the person sure, ordering sure. and then you repeat it back? Sure. Okay. Uh, well, uh, welcome to Wiener Sister. How can I take your order? I'll make it sound like real muffled, like those. Welcome to Wiener Sister. How can I take your order? Oh yeah, um, just looking at the menu. I, I know I come here uh, five times every week. No problem. I, 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 I don't, don't. Okay. Um, I would like I would like four extra large Polish sausages, but then I want two. Do you have Do you have medium Polish sausages, or are they all the same size? Sorry, sir. They're all the same size. Okay, so, well, so, so can I just get two of the extra large Polish sausages? But can you just kind of cut the tips off so it's a little bit smaller? No problem. Awesome. Um, and then. Um, oh, I just, I can't read the menu, this part. I, my, my glasses are about, what, what, what sort of drinks do you have? Strawberry, lemonade, Coke, Pepsi, Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. Can I get, can I get the, 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 the sorry, the four large Polish sausages, the, the two uh, Polish sausages with the tips cut off. And then I don't, I feel like, like the strawberry lemonade is going to be a little bit too hard. So could you, could you give me a, two strawberry lemonades, but like, like two thirds strawberry lemonades and then like a, a third like Coke put in it. Uh, how much would that be? Seventeen and I see at the window. Okay, so what was? I'm sorry, I just I don't. Last time I ordered, you guys got my order wrong. Can you just repeat back to me what I ordered? I don't. I want to make sure you guys get my order correct this time. Four large bowls sausage, it's two of them with the tip cut off, and then uh, I forgot the drinks, but don't worry about it. We'll get it on your menu. Oh my god, the service here is terrible. These fucking people are morons. I can't. But I'm sorry. Oh, I'm. I didn't see that the intercom. Was, uh, I'll see you at the window. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, this family. Uh, that would come up and they were very specific about what they would order. And it was almost always the same shit. And, uh, you know, <laughs> four, four Polish sausages, two Polish sausages with the tips cut off, two strawberry lemonades that were two thirds lemonade, one third Coke. Yeah. Something like that. And they were very specific. Perfect order. They were very specific. They were very specific about what they wanted. They came up to the window. Obviously, we repeated their order when they were still at the whatever, the intercom thing. They drive up and then we re- repeat it again. Cool. Here's mm-hmm. your total. Here's you know here give me your money take your money give me your change see you later here's your order bye 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 bye. They caught they had the nerve to call like maybe like I don't know half hour later and say oh you guys got my order wrong. <laughs> we're like we're like can you can you tell us what you ordered? Well this is what I ordered blah 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 blah. Uh cool yeah we still have it on the register that you ordered this 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 whatever supersize this blah 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 blah. She's like yeah that's what I ordered but I didn't get that like okay we'll just bring it back and we'll you know. Will comp you the food that you that you claim to have gotten wrong. So they already got like I guess they got like extra food or something like that. They didn't get the exactly one hundred percent meal they paid for. They get back to the not only they come back to the Wiener Schnitzel whatever. We're making them free food to replace like whatever we had fucked up. Okay, and then they start complaining about the food that they didn't pay for. Like they were like like we got this shit for free, but I'm gonna make a complaint about how it's too cold or whatever whatever. I wasn't a manager. I wasn't even assistant manager. I was just a regular old scrub, like the whatever cashier cook guy. And um, mm-hmm. 
the assistant manager had like we we knew where that there was cameras inside the the fast food place so we knew where the mm-hmm. cameras there's like one facing the cash register there's one facing like where the fryer was so, so you guys were like mission impossible style you're yes. like we we know where the the blind spots in the security uh-huh. system are we're going to we're going to go around the cam, uh, cameras we're going to duck under the laser beams yep. we're going to get to this one spot and then we can make this perfect heist what was your heist so the 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 vice or the vice the assistant manager the assistant managers and and the rest of us employees like we we had like this like wink like this i forget what like a nod like 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 kind of like a like a sign like a signal like hey make the food extra special but without having to say it like with that tone or with that kind of like it was kind of like like okay let's fuck with their food kind of like all right so i i was i i <laughs> i made the whatever burgers that they wanted and i have 110% spit on those burgers you know oh. you cover it with ketchup mustard and all this other stuff lettuce all this tomato sure wrap it up here you go here's your free food blah 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 blah. that's what you get for fucking with so yeah i i absolutely fuck with that family's food that one time but that happens God, i'm i'm a little disappointed in that story why why are you disappointed because i was i was hoping for something because i'm like oh, okay you spit in the bur- i mean if you told me that I eaten burgers that an employee spit on, I'd be like, uh, do they have some sort of like communicable disease? Like, no, okay. I mean, that's no. I hope probably not going to go to that particular branch anymore. But like, whatever. Yeah, but you're no also you probably you you you're willing to eat the crazy shit. I mean, I think there's some people out there that are com- completely grossed out by like, oh my god, the thought of eating someone else's spit burger or whatever. Like, ugh. Like, I don't want someone spitting I, I, on my burger. I was hoping you're going to be like, yeah, and then the assistant manager. Like his stomach was all fucked up because he was the assistant manager at Der Wiener Schnitzel and he just had terrible constipation all the time. Oh, no. And we stole his bottle of Miralax and we just just emptied that fucker out into their cokes. Yeah. And, and they're, they're- you know, the next the next time they came, it was weird. They had a different car. It was a rental. They told us that their regular car was in to be detailed. Yeah, that, that was what I was hoping for for uh, a more explosive so, ending. Sorry to disappoint. You know, it, it, the story would have been a little shorter if you didn't interrupt with that fake, you know, ordering four Polish sausage with the tip cut off. Stupid thing. But oh, I'm I'm sorry. Are you are we referring to the best part of the story? I, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Okay. Um, some of the other uh, answers on Reddit were at KFC. The pot pies are made from yesterday's unsold chicken. Uh, okay. What the fuck is this? Um, almost none of the employees at Subway actually check the temperature for anything that goes into the sandwiches. They just write down a temperature yeah. within the safe limit for the product. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, this is another funny one. Everyone there wants to kill themselves. That's probably true. 16-year-olds make your food. You don't trust them to smoke, drink, dope or vote in some states they can't even drive but you trust them to make your food what kind of magic thinking is that got it I, i'm understanding that maybe i have a much lower expectation of fast food restaurants than whoever asked this question yeah no i i, I think i think most people again a lot of i don't think a, uh, a good chunk of people have worked fast food and, and the people that haven't i think to the to that specific specific sen- segment of people that haven't worked fast food like they're surprised when some deviant shit goes on behind, you know, the scenes. Basically, if, 
for me, I'm like, okay, if I go to a fast food restaurant, I eat the food, and I don't get violently ill or contract herpes, then I count it as a win. I suppose so. Yeah, but it would be kind of gross if, like, you bit into someone. There's like a pubic hair or something. Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking. Oh, that would be. You know what? That's one because I've heard there's 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 ones where like there'll be like finger fingernails yeah. or like stuff like yeah that would gross Band-Aid, me out for sure. Something like that. Yeah, they're they're you know, but but the the crazy thing about my story is that like spit kind of kind of sort of hides well in the burger mm-hmm. with all the sauces yeah. that you put on there. Like I wouldn't even know. Yeah. But okay. We, but we got them, those motherfuckers. Anyway, you, you got you showed them. Yeah. <laughs> Next Reddit question. What's the scariest thing you've woken up to? Takes a while for you to think about it. Yeah. So so remember I'm hearing these questions for the first yeah. time. If you wanna if you wanna chime in, yeah. go right ahead. So so the, the one of the scariest things that I've woke woken up to is also can also equally be the funniest thing I've ever woke, woken up to, depending on how you look at it. Uh, I had to look up the the year before we uh, started the pot the recording. It's 1994. The Whittier, I'm sorry, the Northridge quakes out here in Southern California. Mm-hmm. They were like in the almost seven point scale. They were like six point seven, six point nine, something like that. Pretty heavy duty earthquakes. But there was a series of them, and they started at 4:30 in the morning. So the first one was at 4:30 in the morning. I'm asleep. We're asleep. All of us are asleep. But my dad back then used to have to wake up super early to make the traffic through Burbank, California, which anyone who knows the greater Los Angeles area knows that Burbank from uh, from Montebello or Whittier, wherever we live back then, um, traffic sucks. You're stuck in traffic for like two hours. So my dad would have the habit of like getting up like at 4, 4.30 in the morning to shower, get ready for work, make you know go on his way. The earthquake started at 4.15, 4.30-ish. Heavy earthquake, we wake up, and my dad runs out of the shower... The earthquake's already scary. Like, you're fucking, I'm like, what, 13, 14 years old. I'm scared, witless. The fucking house is shaking. Everyone's in a panic. And what's crazy about those earthquakes is that it wasn't just one earthquake. It was like an earthquake. Then there was like a smaller aftershock like five minutes later. And then like a couple other pretty sizable earthquakes. So there's like a series of earthquakes that lasted for several hours. That was scary as fuck because I didn't like, I never liked earthquakes. I'm kind of used to them now being a Californian. So that was one of the scariest things I've ever woken up to. Why it was also one of the funniest things I ever woke up to was, again, my dad was getting ready for, to go to work in the shower, runs out of the shower half ass naked, and is everything's just dangling and hanging out. But he's trying to like go and wake us up and like put us in like a safe spot. So my dad's doing all this bucket ass naked. And it was that's why I made it kind of um, one of the funniest things that has ever happened to me as well. Yeah, I still can't. I don't even remember waking up and being scared. I'm trying to think. I mean, to, to waking up to something that was scary. I remember waking up once and being really frightened as I woke up, but I can't remember waking up and then seeing something being like, "Oh, that's that's terrifying." So I don't know if I have a good answer to this one either. I mean. Um, so I guess I'm just gonna have to re- rephrase because when I was thinking, I'm like, God, when was I ever scared waking up? And the only time I do remember being really scared when I woke up was not because of what was going on; it was because of the content of the dream. Mm-hmm. And I, I've had dreams that were scary, but I've never really been that scared because I I always know it's a dream. I have I have very surreal dreams. I mean, just to give you. The idea, I remember when I was, this was 
definitely when I was a kid, but it stuck with me because that was one of the weirder ones where the whole dream was a 2D platforming video game. So like, I, so I was seeing myself, like myself sort of in the third person navigating through this dream as a, as a two dimensional character in a platforming video game. Holy shit. <laughs> That's, but those are the type of, so all my dreams are, are very strange in that, that way. That was one of the weirdest ones. Um, but it's never during the dream where I'm like, oh, right, this this is, might actually be happening. My brain doesn't get confused with reality. It's actually very, very uncommon that I have a more normal dream. And I remember I had I had a more normal dream where it it, it could it could have been it could have been real. And I remember we were in one of the, one of the kind of the big uh, box stores, like a like a. Um, it wouldn't have been Walmart. It would have been like, uh, what you gonna call it? What are, what are the like the warehouse stores? Walmart, Costco. Um, yeah, yeah. It would have been like a Costco. It would have been like a Costco. And I was just there with my mom and my uncle. And then in the dream, my uncle was having a heart attack in the parking lot of like a Costco or something. Oh shit! And it was nothing like you. Usually in my dreams, if if something like happened like that, it like the everything on the you know the the, the Advil in the Costco would have been just a giant like 30 foot tablet of Advil and there would have been monster trucks in the parking lot and all <laughs> sorts of like crazy shit where I'm like, yeah, it's not good that my uncle's having a heart attack, but I'm not confused that this is really happening. Right. And the, that was that dream uncharacteristically was just realistic enough where I didn't know I was dreaming at the time. And I woke up in a panic, like, Oh fuck, my uncle's dying. I can't remember. And I was like, Oh, I can't remember if it was you and I that had this conversation. Didn't you say you have had or have experienced sleep paralysis? No, no? I think we talked about okay. sleep paralysis. I've never had it. Yeah, because it- uh, I used to w- I used to wake up really short of breath, where I felt like I I was um, you know like I was choking, but it wasn't I wasn't pra- uh, paralyzed. I could move. Yeah, it just reminded me of that because we were watching that uh, haunting of Hill House, whatever that one chick that has a sleep paralysis episodes. I thought I yes. thought I thought I, I recall that maybe you had suffered that and that that would have been if 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 it happened to me that would have been some of the scariest shit to like kind of wake up and like not being able to move but you're you're alert you're awake. Um, yeah, you know what? I guess you're. Right. I think probably the first time I woke up because I I, w- I would just stop breathing in my sleep where I was. I don't think it was uh, a functional problem where like there you know there wasn't a pathway for air to get into my lungs. I think. I was holding my breath in my sleep and probably the first time that happened where I woke up and I was out of breath and then suddenly realized, Oh, I can breathe and started gasping for air. That was probably pretty scary, but it got to the point where I, I, like I was almost used to it where I was like, Oh, okay, this is happening. Now I have to breathe again. So I can't remember. I must've been out of it enough that first time where I don't remember it. But yeah, I remember that conversation too. I, I w- we were talking about the show and I brought I brought up thinking that wow sleep paralysis would be terrifying because I know what it was like to have that you know that separate sleep problem of of waking up and I could only imagine if I couldn't then start immediately breathing how scary that would be and that's sort of what I imagined sleep paralysis to be like. So some of the other <laughs> some of the other answers on uh, Reddit. Getting dragged out of bed by a Hell's Angel member while staying in a motel in Arizona. After what felt like an eternity, he took a second. He took a second look and said, "Fuck, wrong dude." 
and walked out. We grabbed our shit and left. <laughs> Holy Didn't shit. Didn't even bother calling the cops. Uh, another kind of entertaining answer. My little brother standing over me in the darkness looking like some demon. He then proceeded to say that he threw up, but he didn't want to make my mom. He's never this sweet, LOL. That is also the day I almost killed my brother. Um, someone else actually answered an earthquake, but that was all the extent of their answer. Uh, I woke up to the sound of a scampering raccoon-like creature inside my room, zooming about the night before Christmas. It then bounces on my bed, jumped off, and ran out. Raccoon seized. I followed it, and it was lying on the couch and barked at me adorably. Apparently, my parents got my sister a puppy, and it had escaped during the night because it was lonely. They had it in they had it in an uncovered puppy kennel kennel in the living room, and then he climbed out. The interesting thing is that they didn't like my younger brother, and instead clung to me and became my dog. Oh, I guess the dog didn't like his little brother and became my dog when he moved out, and he couldn't and couldn't take on best friend to this day. Blah blah blah. I would um. I don't know if I, you know, like some of those animals, like in like in Australia, like the, you've seen pictures of some of these bizarre fucking like, just alien like creatures that only exist in Australia. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. know if I would sleep comfortably in Australia because I'd be afraid of like some random fucking vampire bat fucking thing like, on my face. Like that, that's somewhere where I don't know if I'd be able to sleep easy. I think it really depends where you are in Australia. I mean, because in, in the more urban developed areas, that stuff's pretty rare. But yeah, I mean, they're, I can't remember if it's Australia, but they're, they're definitely places where like people were going for vacations. You know, they're, they're resorts, but it's in a more remote area. And things like snakes crawling up through the plumbing, yeah. coming out of the toilet, and then like crawling to bed with people were happening. That would be fucking scary. I, I can't recall if it, if this happened to my dad or my grandfather, but we went to it, Oh, it was, it was your dad, he told me. No, no, this is another story. This was in uh this was in Querétaro, Mexico, which is Querétaro is like another kind of uh bigger city in um like near Mexico City. I want to say it's about half an hour away, but again, my 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 geography sucks and my memory of of that memory is not the the greatest. But what I do remember is that my grandfather was happy to see his sister that he hadn't seen in a long time. He got drunk. I think my dad got drunk as well. It was time to, you know, lights out, turn off the lights, everyone go to bed. And whatever bed my grandfather and or dad, I don't remember who this story applies to, passed out in, they started hearing a noise. So we kind of investigated, turned the lights on, moved the bed, like, apart from the wall, and there was a fucking scorpion the size of, like, one of their hands, like, just fucking chilling in Ugh. between, like, the the space between the bed and the wall. So um, luckily that they heard that noise because if they had stayed asleep, who knows if that fucking thing would have, you know, uh, stung them or bit them or whatever they do. Uh, anyway, that was uh, that was it for um, for that segment, uh, Ask Reddit. Aaron, have you seen that show? Um, oh, you have, you, have to, you have to set up. You can't, you got to transition a little bit smoother. <laughs> what do you Wait, mean? So, so <laughs> how is that? I was about to. I don't, what okay. else? Okay, my my fault. I apologize. Go ahead, <laughs> continue on. Aaron, have you seen that new show on Netflix? Uh, uh, Trumpzilla attacks China. Got it. Are you, are you talking about the new show in this segment, new on Netflix, that is a fictional show, and we ask a fictional 
uh, about a fictional I, show and then we go to a real show? Are you talking about that show? Yeah, but we weren't supposed to describe the segment thing. We're just supposed to kind of make it... I, so you want to describe the segment and then go into the fictitious... No, I think you just have to set it up a little bit, but maybe maybe people would know. The, the problem... This is the crazy part. The, the, sh- the show... You were asking if I sh- saw the show Trumpzilla Attacks China. Mm-hmm. I would 100% believe that's a real show on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... like this one, I'm a little bit worried about uh, about describing it because I feel like we might get sued for copyright because that might be a real show that airs on Netflix before this Too happens. Bad. Um, I did, I did see. I, here's the, and this is a problem. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It it is a real show, um, and they actually ha- have have a, a beta viewing audience because they're making final cuts to it, and it it is it is crazy. See, because here's the, here's the thing. It, it it's really innovative the way they did it there's so much like actual footage that they could use where they they've intercut real footage um with with some stage and and film scenes and what what it is like is it's it's presented as a real documentary and it's donald trump working his way into china because he wants to build Trump Tower China. Like that's his main goal. And that's, that's a real thing that actually did happen. He's been trying to get contracts for that for uh, several decades. And when he gets to China, he, he finally, he finally managed to build Trump Tower. And he's like, so excited. He's like, Oh, Trump Tower. It's the biggest Trump Tower ever. It's the biggest, most beautiful building in all of China. He loves, he likes to say things are big and beautiful. Um, too bad you he's can't, like, look too at bad it. You can't do a Trump impersonation because he says China. China. Giant, no, he says giant. I, I, I can try. Everyone, everybody has a shitty Trump impression. Wait a minute. Okay. It, it, it's the, oh, it is actually now I'm having trouble. <laughs> I had Mitch McConnell. I was so proud of myself for my Mitch McConnell one. Um, Donald Trump. It, it, it just, it's just, it's more, I think with him, it's you capture the essence. I mean, he's a kind of like raspy sort of monotone. China. Yeah, it's the biggest, most beautiful building in all of China. It's Trump, China. It's big. It's beautiful. It was an ugly, horrible landscape. Very bad. No good. And then we built Trump Tower, China. And China instantly became the number one country in all of the world, other than America, because we still have to make America great again. But it was always great. And it's definitely greater than China, even though it's not as greatest China was before because now China has Trump Tower China. And at that point, what happens in the show is they actually kidnap him because this was all part of the... You find out in the show... God, fucking spoilers alert, guys. I, I have to... I don't know how... It's one of those shows where, like, you can't, like, talk about it without giving it away. Have you ever seen shows like that? Yeah, yeah. But... Dark. So so what ha- what happens is we learn in the show that this was all part of China's plan to lure Donald Trump into a vulnerable position where they could abduct him. And they take him to this secret laboratory in Wuhan, China, where it's revealed all along. They've been doing all kinds of like crazy biological experiments. Like they've been working on, on, um, you know, developing like crazy viruses and like, they've been like crossbreeding animals. Like they've got, Oh God, they have crazy animals. They've got, they've got like a, uh, a, a, uh, this big like panda and it's, bi- it's bigger it's like it's like a 10 foot tall panda but they've crossed it with a bat 
So like it actually has like bat wings, so it can it can't the, the fucked up part is like it was really that that one imaging was horrifying because the wings were only like a little bit bigger than a normal bat's wing, so it couldn't fly. Uh-huh. It just it was just this sort of like scaly black panda with these tiny little flapping wings, and it oh it had this high pitch like <laughs> that was the noise it made. It it uh, still shakes me to my core. So anyhow, when they get Trump there. They 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 tried to crossbreed Trump with a fruit bat. Um, they they also have some sort of like error in the genetic coding that makes him. They, so it is. It's like a giant Trump. It has, still has like the blonde hair, but just sort of like a leathery face, and like it has bigger bat wings. So he can like he can like kind of fly. He can get off the ground like a little bit, and then he crashes back down. And the problem was there was an error in the genetic sequencing. Um, so he grows to, to like a hundred times his normal height. So it's this giant Trump fruit bat monster that's like flapping around. And he goes on this crazy, crazy uh, reign of destruction through all of China. He, he, the, whole, the whole series ends where he's like climbed on top of the Trump Tower China. And there's like all these Chinese fighter jets and he's trying to fight them off. And he's, he's holding it. So... He's holding on to Ivanka. That was the first thing he did when he became giant Trump, uh, the the giant Trump monster. He went to the the, uh, the the hotel where Ivanka was staying, and he like picked her out, and he's just carrying her around. And he's like, "Oh, that's the other. That is, that is probably the funniest thing about the Trump monster. His hands are still." To only slightly bigger than his real hands. <laughs> he's, got, he's got like the tiniest little, this giant monster, huge like head, like like jaw with just saliva and spit dribbling out, the golden blonde hair, black leathery skin, and these tiny, tiny little hands in proportion. But he's, so he's just, he's gripping Ivanka. It's just big enough where he can get one of his hands around her waist and he's just holding her, trying to fight off these fighter jets. And they just, they just finally uh, launch a bunch of missiles at the Trump monster and Ivanka and they blow him up and they blow up um, the, the Trump tower, China it's in rubble. And they're and the crazy part though, is they're searching at the end. They're searching for him in the rubble. They're like, he was a giant monster. Where did he go? And they can't, they can't find the body. And there's just this like trail of ooze. Like it's like the, 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 the Trump, the Trump slime that's like leading away from the China uh, Trump tower, China. And it goes into the ocean and they're like, he he had to have died. There's no way he could have survived that. There's, I mean, just a, a complete brutal massacre of the Trump monster. There's no way he could be back. And then just at the end, there's like one guy who's like, or will he? And then it cuts out. I was like, oh god, yeah, there's these gonna are- be there's gonna be a season yeah. two. So basically, what I'm telling you is, guys, if you have not already seen, uh, I'm sorry, what was the name of this again? Trumpzilla invades China. Trumpzilla invades China. It's really good. I may have probably spoiled the ending for you a little bit, but I, I wanted to get you guys all caught up because season two, probably sometime in the next like uh, four years, I would guess, is going to come out and like get yourself ready for season two. It's going to be fucking bananas. I mean, this 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 uh, this this season got a eighty eight percent bananas on Rotten Bananas. And I think I think season season two is probably going to get 100 percent bananas. So so get ready and buckle up. I I recommend it. Great series. I heard a rumor that's going to be uh, Trumpzilla versus Kumothra. Oh good lord, it could happen. 
oh, you're right. There has to be a second monster yeah. for the sequel. Because in these the, in, in the first monster movies, it's just one monster. And then in the sequel, there's always a second monster. Fuck, you're, you're smart, Monty. You should get on the writing for this or, show. Or, but, or, or Mecha Biden. <laughs> at that point, yeah. I mean, he's going to have to be mechanical in some way for sure. him to, to keep to keep fighting. Well, he is old as fuck. They're going to have to make him a robot. Yeah, there's going to be like a Terminator heart in him or something. But um, that was a great show. I definitely recommend it. Or are there any real actual Netflix shows that you recommend? Yeah, we talked about this. I didn't even know it was a Netflix show because I steal my shit. I don't really have a Netflix subscription. But um, Queen's Gambit, I was like... I was reluctant to watch it. I was like, "What the fuck? A chick about you know a, a show about a chick playing chess." What why, do you think? why were you re- reluctant? Well, because again, it's a show about. Uh, I thought, uh, "Wow, a show about a chick playing chess. Great, woohoo!" Like, so, I was, like, so ah. was it? Was it? If you're gonna say you're reluctant, was it? What was the percentage that you were reluctant because it was about a woman, and what percent were you reluctant because it was about chess? No, actually, the I think the the concept in general was like kind of like eh. But when I thought about it, I was like, well, I did like that little movie, uh, Searching for Barbie Fisher, like the chess. I just didn't know how I just didn't know how they were gonna extend a thing into a series. Like I could mm-hmm. understand watching a two hour show or like a one hour show and that be it, short little whatever. Yeah. I just didn't understand how they were gonna stretch it out to be an actual mini series. So I was like, eh. Got it. Chick plays chess every episode, like how how good can it be, right? Like I didn't I didn't I didn't see any there was nothing fascinating about it that like but they developed a pretty interesting plot that makes you kind of like, like when you read a good book, like you want to watch the next episode, you see it like, oh, fuck, this is amazing. I know you watched it too, right? Did you? I did. Um, what did you think about the show as, as a whole? Like, well, So one of, one of the things that they did, which, which I think is smart, is, is they kind of formatted it a lot like a, a sports series. Um, and that's, that's something that we've seen work really well. Like if you think about like eight mile, um, obviously it's about rapping and battle rapping, but it was actually formatted like a sports movie where you've got your antagonist and there's, there's competitors along the way you have to beat. And then you get to the the big boss. It was kind of the same format. And so you, it's like, yeah, at first it's a little bit of an origin story and her learning how to play chess. And, but then you kind of get into this part where it's like, Really has that sort of like, like a progression of yeah. you have to you have to keep beating the tougher and tougher chess opponents until you get to the big bad Russian the Russian the Russian chess master. I will yeah. break you. It's There's like, a couple it's like, Russians. It's like a Rocky movie. There's a couple Russians. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I was that actress. Um, I thought her name was Anna Taylor Joy. I, I find out it's Anya Taylor. Uh, Anya. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um. That actress, I know I've seen her before in like was it X Men movies or some shit, and I was like, eh, lame. Oh no, it was uh, Split. She was Split. in Split. She yeah, was good she, in that. she was in Split. No, I I thought I I didn't think she was good in that. I thought she was kind of like bland, like she didn't have a personality or character. Kind of, I don't okay. know the, something about her character in Split that I didn't really. I was like, eh. But I think in the series in Queen's Gambit, they let the actress really like let her uh, wings fly like she she can actually spread her wings and actually like act and she did a fucking a really good job of convincing me of this being like this this woman that's got some vulnerabilities for sure she's 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 a fucked up person she's got some character flaws you know she's got like this addiction thing going well, on I, I mean I, I think it also helped that her her character i mean i think her character was a sociopath 
in that show. So I, I get, cause when you're saying, well, she was sort of like a little bit bland and I was like, well, yeah, that, that played into that character a little bit maybe. Well, I think that, that when I said bland, I meant her, her acting in, in split in, yes. in, in this show. Oh, I see. I see her. You're saying that she was a little bit of a sociopath in split. Gotcha. No, no, no. no so, so, so just to, just to be clear, there, there's a difference between a psych, psychopath and a sociopath. Like a sociopath, does, you know, psychopath is someone who, who has violent tendencies and they kill people and they chop them up to little bits. A sociopath is someone who doesn't experience the same emotional spectrum as normal people. Like they usually are highly intelligent, a little bit manipulative. They're gonna they're gonna use um, social conventions once they understand them to their benefit, that sort of thing. Like, like she, because I, I remember early in the show, I'm like, is she autistic? Is she, I was like, oh, I think she's a sociopath. Are you saying that about the actress? On, the, on the, the character in the Queen's Gambit. Gotcha. You think she's a sociopath? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you, I thought you were referring to the, the actress in the uh, split. No, the she actress in split was supposed to be like a, a normal girl who had experienced abuse and the antagonist in Split was someone who was suffering from like multiple personality disorder. In the Queen's Gambit, the the character maybe this is just my interpretation based off of how she played the character. But when I watched it, I was I was like, oh, she's got some sort of personality disorder. I think she's either you know has Asperger's or uh, she's a sociopath. It's to me, it was like ah, it's one or the other. Yeah, she 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 did suffer, um, you know, a trauma. You know, as a child, she saw her mm-hmm. her whatever her parents getting fucking. I forget. Can't remember if it was like a car accident or no. Her mom is driving well, her off. It's like her singing. But yeah, but yeah. Okay. So, oh, so I don't want to so, reveal the plot, right? Yeah, it was. But I think that's fine. Very early on, there there, there was there was a car accident where she saw one of her her parents get killed. Right. I think I think like that. Yeah, so it's just like a, a low grade. So spoiler. that so that kind of so that kind of sets her out to be a little fucked up. You know, you got that going on, and then, you know, she does have other habits, other bad habits that she forms along the way because of it. But but the whole time she just she I think that also sets her up, at, like to to give her the like a drive to like excel at something like it gives her like a certain motivation to like okay I gotta do something real like I gotta be good at something. You know, I, I think her flaw is also her strength, if that makes sense. I don't. Interesting. I, so I It seems like we had really different, which is fine. I mean, it's, it's a subjective medium and not, neither one of us read the book. Um, yeah, I didn't read the book. My interpretation wasn't even that she was like, oh, I have to prove something. It seemed to me like, and then again, this does go with that sort of obsessive behavior that a lot of people who are sociopaths and some people who, who, um, have Asperger's have where it they get fixated on one thing and it's like they have to conquer that thing. It's not it's not even so much that they want to prove someone wrong. They're not thinking externally like that. They're not particularly sociopaths. They're not thinking about how what they do relates to the outside world. It's it's how the how they do relates to them and that's sort of this the, the blinders that they have on. So to 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 me when I watched that I was like oh She's fallen down the rabbit hole of this this game. She's made that whole thing her whole world. She's focused on that because she doesn't want to have to deal or interact or think about anything outside of that because she's not very good at it and she doesn't feel comfortable 
thinking about the outside world. So she's just narrowed her world down to these. How many how many squares on a chessboard? Like sixty four. I don't know. Sure, I don't know. I, I'm not good at chess. I tried long, long, long time ago, and I just sucked at it. I was, Pat. I was good at chess for someone who casually played chess for like two months and then forgot how to play. But yeah, same, same Z's. But uh, I, I've always like along along what you're saying about it being like a kind of like a sports movie, how they set it up to like you're, you you know you, you you progress into the higher level, you get better and better, um, become more and more competitive. That's what I I think that's what I liked about it too, because you, you don't mm-hmm. really they actually do show bits and scenes and they they explain some of the the chess moves and the the chess strategies, but they don't need to d- dive into it that deep for you to understand that she's evolving her game as the as the as the plot goes yeah. and so there is that element of like okay she's getting better and better and pretty soon she's the fucking like the 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 baddest ass of the baddest ass asses out there in the chess they, world they did a great job uh portraying her improvement like with show not tell uh it could have been really really tedious of them being oh well she did this move and then this move and she wouldn't have done that before and whatever you could know nothing about chess, but when you see a scene of hers, you know, simultaneously playing three people and beating all of them and one of them being someone she lost to before, you're like, oh, wow, she got a lot better. Like, yeah. like you don't need to know anything about chess to understand that playing three people at the same time is super hard. And when you beat all of them, that means that you got better. So, like, that kind of made it exciting. It made, you know, it had that, like... uh you know, like I said, like a you know Rocky like feel where you're like you're watching an action sequence instead of so having to listen to someone explain chess theory to you. All all that stuff goes on. So so you see that that one like almost um, like like the chess player side of her is this like like near flawless personality, like this near flawless person. Wow, was she though? That's what I'm saying. Near flawless the, in chess. The, I'm saying I'm saying in the chess side of her, like like if, she, if was she though. She beat was every, she though? She beat everybody. She didn't though, did she? At the end, she did. She so, became so, the fucking grand champion. Blah 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 but, blah. But so so let me okay. Let, let's let's take a step back because one of the one of the complaints that I have about that show, and one of my my critiques, is that I don't think her character at, on a personal level developed enough. Because she was very much the same person at the end as she was in the beginning, but her character in the the uh, in her her chess persona actually did go through a lot of development because she was a very flawed chess player early she was very talented but she was overly aggressive she would get emotional and miss things she she could be baited into things so so you know early on particularly when there are players that could rile her up on the board a little bit they could get her to play too aggressively and one of their biggest critiques about her was that she was all offense and she didn't make um, ta- tactical uh, considerations where it's like, oh, if I play this safe, I can win the whole thing, but uh, but I might not win this game. And they could bait her into to, you know to to playing like that to their advantage. And that was one of her kind of her biggest Achilles heel. And you saw her improve as a flawed chess player to to the end of the end of the show, which I thought was really good character progression from that level. I wish they'd had as good character progression outside of the actual chess competitions uh, and just her, her character, you know, as a person. Well, that's, that, that's the, that's, 
that's what I was going to get at was that she became this near perfect player, right? Oh, God. I thought you said she was. My bad. No, no. Hold on. Well, you didn't let me finish. I said the chess side of her, I forget exactly how I phrase it, but the chess player side of her became like this near flawless, perfect, you know, mistake free, learns, evolved as making, just got better chess player. What I liked about the show was that she she was still this very human flawed person. She had this this, this she had this duality to her where or I that's what made me want to like the show more was that she was still this behind all that stuff going on, she was still this fucked up person, drinking, popping too many pills, fucking too many people. Like she had all these other flaws in her as a person that I appreciated her, that humanized her to me. That's what I was going to say. Got it. You would have liked to have seen her like become a better person towards the end of the of the of the series, where I was like, I was happy to to let her be still like this this these two people. But like I said, she she was also flawed and had some of this some of the same problems that she had in her personality. She also had in her chess game, and she worked through a lot of those problems in her chess game, and she did not work through them to the same extent. In her, in her personal life, you know, it, I, I would have been interesting to me if her as a, a deeply flawed, emotionally scarred person who, again, I also thought was, you know, like a sociopath, had learned to empathize and some of those same parallels from the chessboard extended over to her personal life. And obviously, she was still going to be a, a, a flawed, you know, almost sort of like anti it's weird calling calling a female chess player an anti-hero, but yeah, let's let's go. I'm going to call her an anti-hero, but she could have still been this, this sort of chess <laughs> a chess anti-hero, but had had worked through some of that stuff. And I think the show was like, okay, we need to work her to, to not be a like excessive like binge drinker, so the show can keep going on. But past that, eh, it doesn't really matter. I don't know. It- because you said that there was, I didn't even know there was a book. Um, yes, it is based is, on a book. Is there? Is there? Again, I don't know the answer. I'm asking you. I, I didn't read there, it. No, I'm talking about the series now. Mm-hmm. Is there a plan for a second se- season of Queen's Gambit that you know of, or have you heard of, or is there? I don't know. Like I said, we haven't read the book, so. Well, so so it's listed as a miniseries, meaning it would be over. I okay. I, I and that's the beautiful thing about Netflix. I don't think they give a fuck. Like if this was network TV, they'd be like, "Oh shit, this got really popular." Yeah, it, it should be over right now. We need to capitalize on this popularity and make a you know force like a second series. Netflix is is just like way way cockier. They're like, "Oh, we, look, we made a, a a book that no one had heard of about a female chess player, a huge hit. You don't think we can do this with?" anything else we want like we have so much intellectual property out there yeah. like something else is going to hit like fuck your season two so that that that's my guess that's what i yeah, think netflix we, is going to do we talked about that before we started recording about how sometimes there's a series where you're like you're happy that it's over yes like like there are certain ones that are made to be miniseries and you're like cool it's it's done and over with and sometimes you're watching a show and you're like fuck i wish there was more i think this falls in the category where i'm like i'm happy that they finished it where they where they did yeah um there's still obviously there's still some questions unanswered, like what happens to the broad, like what what happens in her future? Does she ever wind up with any one of those fucking seven or eight dudes she bangs? Like you, that's a bunch of, bunch of things that you like want to know about the character as a person, but you're like, eh, it's a good show, I'm done. 
We're finished. So, so the cra- the crazy part that I, I you, you, okay, so this this is only a rumor uh, on Reddit. They're they're saying that there's no way that they're going <laughs> to do a season two of Queen's Gambit, but what they're talking about is a potential crossover between Trumpzilla attacks China and Queen's Gambit, where so she leaves, so she's in she's in Russia as the season ends, and she goes from Russia to China. And uh, I don't know if you ever read this book, Ender's Game, but it's like... Or not the book. You saw the movie? So it's basically like that. It's like Trumpzilla enlists a bunch of other deep-sea creatures from from the quote-unquote the swamp to come attack China and finish the job. And... They come up. It's like it's kind of like it's kind of like um, Ender's Game meets uh, Pacific Rim, yeah. Where we're like Trump is is commanding the horde of sea monsters that are coming to attack China, and like she's like the tactical genius. Like she takes all the chess skills that she learned from beating the Russian. Spoiler alert, and she uses that as sort of like a. a, a commander for hire to defend China using their tactical thing. and so it's it's a very it's much more like of an action driven movie than I would uh, watch the, I'd probably watch that I, I, I actually I yeah, I'm going to see this now <laughs> sounds fucking Queen's awesome Gambit versus Trumpzilla versus Queen's Gambit or what's her character I don't remember her, her character's name whatever yeah, it's Trumpzilla versus Queen's Gambit it, 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 the actual title the working title from again this is I, don't tell anyone I told you this because uh, I might get to this. There, I had to sign an NDA to even know about this. Um, but the working title is, is, is Queen versus Trumpzilla right now. Gotcha. And it's okay. I like it. it. I, I, yeah, I think they could do better. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, but I saw. I, I have seen some early frames of the CGI of of her. It's like amazing. Like she's like standing on this sort of this big podium where she's like backlit and like there's this giant screen in front of her and you see like Trumpzilla coming out of the ocean and all these like Japanese fighter jets and she's like pointing commanding them um sorry Chinese fighter jets the Japanese don't come into to, to the, the third <laughs> fuck oh my god I'm spilling all the beans the Jap- the Japanese don't come into the third movie but in the second movie yeah it's like she's she's like pointing commanding they're all flying in this like crazy like chess like pattern it's pretty sick I'm excited to see that um, so really, so I, I, I ca- catch up with both Trumpzilla attacks China and G- China. Trump's ca- catch China. up. Wait, oh my God. China. Fuck. I had it. Donald Trump. You need, you need to catch up with Donald what, Trumpzilla attacks China, which is the greatest, biggest, most beautiful movie ever to be made in the history of all movies. You know and what you sounded like? Callback? You sounded like Trump trying to do ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That, wait, 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 wait. Let's tie this all together to a triple callback. The scariest thing I could ever wake up to, if I just woke up and in my earbuds were playing Trump doing ASMR, I would be oh, scarred God. for the rest of my life and I would become a sociopath like the Huge. Queen and Kim, Queen's Gambit. Holy fucking shit. I, oh, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Thank That's you gross. for that. That's gross. Well, that's what you sounded like. That's why. That's because you. <laughs> obviously, you don't watch, do a very great Trump. The, I don't do watch, a great watch Trump. Watch the Queen's Gambit and Trumpzilla attacks China, so you can be caught up for the sequel, The Queen versus Trumpzilla, new only on Netflix. Oh God, <laughs> that was awful. That was, that was, that was terrifying. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone listening. It's cold. Whew. 
I, I literally have goosebumps from that. Ugh. I don't know. I, I have. A, I don't have a whole lot more to say except for. Oh, uh, I guess a recap of last week. Thank you for um, recommending looking for Alaska. I don't know if that was last week or two weeks ago. It was last week. Yeah. Okay, so I I ordered the that book and uh, Ready Player Two got them. I don't know. I got them last week after the last podcast, and I finished them both. Both good books. I don't want to go into the review of Ready Player Two because maybe you maybe you'll read it. I don't know, but it was it was okay. I don't think I will. I read Ready Player One. I heard I I did when you when you told me you were getting it. I was like, ah, you know what I didn't really enjoy ready player one that much maybe if if he could have corrected some of the things that i had issue with and then i read reviews of ready player two i was like you know what i'm gonna sit this one out he he does a lot of the same in ready player two that he does in ready player one he kind of almost tries to um sometimes you you leave loose ends and you you try to you know you try to um dot a lot of i's cross a lot of t's so he does a lot of that like sometimes where he kind of like goes a little too far into detail, some stuff to explain certain things and it's okay, but it makes it to me, a, I mean, to me it was a page turn. It was easy to finish. I, I, I was telling Aaron, I, I finished it in three settings, three sittings, sorry. Um, a couple hours here, a couple hours there, the third day I finished it. And then I finished it early enough the third day where I read looking for Alaska. And that was, that was a good little um, one day read, you know, some interruptions here. I didn't even, and I, and I think I told you already that they made it into a Hulu miniseries. I didn't know that. I, I didn't even know that Hulu made miniseries or hmm. that they made miniseries based off the books. That they were, I thought they were just like making like reality show trash garbage, like other whatever. But um, I don't know. The, 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 book, the book was good. I liked it. He also wrote, um, they made a movie of The Fault of Our Stars. I didn't know that. The, the Fault that. in Our Stars. Yeah. So, the, so, uh, I read the book as well. I mean, that that just from a writing standpoint, that's definitely the best book he's he, he's ever written. It's it's better than looking for Alaska again, purely like from a writing standpoint. Objectively, I just me personally, I enjoyed looking for Alaska more because that was a book where I I was like, fuck, like, I mean, it, there there was tragedy in both books, but. Something about that world that he created in Looking Alaska, I was like, man, I, I almost would want to be on that adventure along with them. Uh, and then look, and then The Fault in Our Stars was was also made into a movie that was incredibly commercially successful. And the the author of those books, John Green, uh, I think probably never has to work another day in his life if he doesn't want to because he made a lot of money. Did you watch the movie Fault in Our Stars? No, nah, I just read the book. Yeah. I- all I know is that it's like a lovey-dovey movie and that's enough mushiness for me to like not want to watch it. Even though he's a great, probably a great writer and the book might be amazing, I'm like, I don't want to I, watch it. I wouldn't watch that. So, so there, there's a couple of things. I mean, the, the book is, there, it is it is a love story, but the the wit and the writing is so sharp in the book. Yeah. I, I just don't feel like it would translate quite as well to, to screen because I think the parts that... Um, in the book that could have been kind of mushy, like you're kind of getting into the characters' heads a little bit more. Like you've got this like really sharp dialogue. You also get their kind of internal monologues. And in, in... actually, do you? It, it's told from the first person perspective of the main character, if I remember correctly. But I, I just was like, you know what? I don't. It was such a good experience um, reading the book that I was like, I don't want to really ruin this with uh, with seeing what could be kind of a mushy movie. I recommend the book, though. 
There's another book he wrote that I may or may not check out. Something about turtles, like the turtles, something or other. I don't know. Tur- turtles all the way down. There you I go. so so if you want to read more John Green, um, I I wouldn't necessarily recommend that one. I started Turtles All the Way Down is his most recent book. I I bought it. My my dog's barking. Um, I bought a copy of that and I started it and I just I never finished. I got through like two chapters. I was like, ah, eh, I'm good. Um, that one that again I, I there's a at the at the back of the copy of um looking for Alaska there's like a excerpt of the turtle one I didn't read that excerpt but the I guess the um the theme or the the uh mm-hmm. of um the turtle whatever turtle book I forget what it's called um like I guess it follows someone with um with uh with mental depression or something, something. What is it? She, she's a hypochondriac. There you go. She has some kind of something wrong with her, and um, that 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 subject matter. I was like, ah, interesting. Maybe I'll check that out. I don't know if I will. Like I said, so the 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 two. So I've read four of John Green's books. Looking for Alaska. That that was my my personal favorite. Although I think, uh, the Fault in Our Stars was was a better book. Um, both both excellent. I, I also read a book called Paper Towns, where um, I'm trying to think how to describe it. It's a little bit more of a mystery element. It, it takes place in, in Florida. It's not quite uh, Florida man levels of craziness, but it, it's sort of uh, the general synopsis is the, the protagonist is, is a high school student. And he kind of hates how fake Florida is, and there, there's... Um, girl that he I can't remember if he was in love with her but it was like he, he's known since he was a kid uh and she she has him go in the beginning of the book they go on this sort of like little like epic mini mini quest of like destruction and mayhem through Florida and then she disappears and he's trying to she's trying to find her that's, uh, that's to, what I that's what I thought looking for Alaska was gonna be like <laughs> the name I thought it was gonna it. be like he meets Fuck, this. Where's I, Alaska? I, right. Like as I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, he he meets a girl named Alaska. Cool. I thought the the end game of the book was like she just runs away and he's gonna have to go find her. <laughs> That's that is what 100 percent happens for people. Yeah. Who, uh, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not gonna give away the, um, the book plotline, but that's what I thought the book was gonna be about. So so Paper Towns could be like I can't remember the girl's name in Paper Towns. That could also be called Looking for like. Whatever, whatever the fuck her name is, yeah, looking Samantha. for Jessica, because sure. that that is actually what is happening in that one. Um, and then the the book that I, I I was probably my third favorite, and I definitely would recommend is called An Abundance of Catherines. Um, and because that 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 main character, I do remember, and I uh, in some respects can relate to him a little bit. His his name was uh, Colin, and he was a child prodigy where. That, maybe not that that part so much, but it's like he's a child prodigy and then he kind of grows up to the point where it's like, you know, I think this is at the very end of his high school where it's like, well, I, it was great when I was like so smart about this stuff when I was a little kid. It's it's not quite as special anymore. And he definitely, th- that guy definitely has Asperger's, 100%. I think they referenced that in the book. Um, and he, it was like, it's really basically, he he had, it's a ro- more of like a road trip story. Um with him and his friend, uh, oh, what was his friend's name? Hassan? I, I can't remember. It was something like that. His, I remember his friend, I think, was religiously Muslim. And they go on a road trip story, and they end up getting like waylaid in 
this this weird little town in Kentucky. Getting laid, way laid, way laid. Oh damn, that would have been a much better book. Spo- spoiler alert. I, I, yeah, I didn't say maybe they get way laid. Like they not to just get a little laid, they get way laid. <laughs> that was a good Mondo. That was a good thank joke. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. See, I jokes here and there every now and again. That was excellent. I encourage that. Keep it up. You've got you've got it. You've got the joke making inside of you. I made it sound weird there. Do you know what I meant? I was a compliment. I was trying, I was trying to make it weird that time. The one time I wasn't trying to make it weird, and then that happened. Just happens. don't do it ASMR voice. You got the joke making inside of you. <laughs> but yeah, that's ba- that's basically what it happens. It's like he he uh, all 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 the the people that, that this guy Colin uh, this this child prodigy Colin uh, has loved in his life have been named Catherine. And mm. the Catherine that he thinks is the love of his life, and maybe the Catherine to end all Catherines, breaks up with him. And his friend, his son's like, "We, you know what? You're just being a, a mopey asshole. We're going on a road trip to like take your mind off of it." And they end up in this. Um, I, I think it was Kentucky. It was this like small town in Kentucky, and adventures with uh, uh, the good-natured uh, Hassan, who, who again though is was was Muslim and. The, the Asperger's child prodigy Colin in Kentucky ensue. And I, I that book I really enjoyed. Um, so that, that would be, if, if you want another John Green book and you, you don't want to read The Fault in Our Stars, I recommend An Abundance of Catherines. Well, God damn it. I was going to read the, the Turtles one, but okay, maybe I'll read it, it, You know what? If you want to read the Turtles one, I'll read it with you. Because I like I said, I started it and I lost interest, but... You know, if if it's a if it's a reading assignment for the Degenerates Clubhouse, how could I not finish it? I still need to finish your book, and I still need to continue with the A Song of Ice and Fire. Wait, what do you mean, my book? With the political book you wrote. Oh yeah, don't. I think I, yeah, I'm like a third of the way through it, or something like that. I wouldn't. I that's one where like every so often, <laughs> if, like I wouldn't finish it. <laughs> this is this is the way I think that book should be consumed. If it's if it's like something in the new and this is a real thing like oh like some politician named Ted Cruz has convinced uh, twelve senators to try to like overthrow the the election wait wait who the fuck is this Ted Cruz guy is he in the book oh look there's a section on Ted Cruz and you can like read his backstory gotcha. and find out why I think he's so creepy I've also got a book that I got for free from someone called Blood Covenant it's about like some mafia like real life mafia. Dude. It's, it's a coming coming in of age story about a young girl dealing with explosive periods. Oh no, gross! <laughs> Holy shit! It's, I know it's, it's it is a horror story. Uh, va- va- vampires are involved. She she actually. So, well, I'm doing I'm doing new on Netflix by. I was accident. about to say they might she, actually add that to Netflix. Is vampires she, she, involved? She uh, she 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 she's used as bait by this like this order that's descended from Van Helsing because the periods are so explosive that they're like, it's like the ultimate catnip oh, to the vampires. No. Oh no. You just and, went there. And yeah, this, this series is going to be new on Pornhub. Oh Jesus. It could go either way. New on Netflix or new on Pornhub. If you come to think of it, did you know, as I was watching Pornhub earlier today, hint, hint, I was jerking off earlier today. Um, there's actually no. Tell us more, please, Mondo. Spoiler alert! Please do not tell us more. That was a joke. Do not tell us more. Continue. Hold on. I was browsing through it, and mm-hmm. there's actually people doing like Mandalorian parody porn. Like I didn't watch it, but I was like, "What the fuck?" Like people are under some weird shit. But there's a. There apparently it's out there. Mandalorian sp- spoof porn. Go on. 
what else do we have? I don't have anything else to say. I just kind of want to wrap up the books that we talked about last episode. Make make me sound smart. I don't with 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 all the weighty topics that we've discussed from politics and democracy and this and that and the other. I really think the perfect way to end this episode is taking 10 seconds just to reflect on Mandalorian porn. I'd like to do that now. Guys, everybody, moment of silence. Just think to yourselves about Mandalorian porn. All right, I'm done. I never want to think about that again. This has been the Degenerates Clubhouse. Uh, we're coming to the, to the the end of what I like to think of uh, of as the pilot season. I think this this episode we did we, we made this was this 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 new on Netflix to me was way better than the last one. I think we also learned that despite best intentions, we should just never talk about politics. We tried we made one last try because it was like a re- literal breaking current event, and I was like, ah, that wasn't fun. Let's just do the fun stuff. No, I I, I was it was interesting to me. It's just we're just never going to come to agreement on that stuff is all. But it was interesting to me still. It was still interesting to hear because I didn't know what was going on. So you you are telling me current events that I'm unaware Mondo, of. Mondo, so. Mondo, I have one response to your, your <laughs> we're never going to agree on it thing. This is my one response. Mandalorian porn. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I, you're, you're joking about That's, it being... By, by the way, that, that is my new political... Because we, we talked about having a safe word. Excel, and our safe word for like personal stuff is Excelsior. Uh-huh. I'm instituting a second um, safe, word? safe word for if we're talking about politics. And we're like, you know what? Let's just, let's just cut this off here. Like, whatever... And 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 I will respect that if like I'm like heated about oh so and so is a terrible person and you're like I don't I, you know what I just don't give a shit right now I want to move on All, you have to say one thing and I will stop Mandalorian porn is that the word is that the word that's the safe word Those if, are the safe for personal words. stuff our safe word is Excelsior for political stuff it's Mandalorian well, porn. what could be how about it could be for any other shit where we just gotta drag it on we're dragging anything on we're like okay time to move on Mandalorian porn yes sure I'm okay. on board. Um, by the way, you're joking about it being like the end of Mandalorian our, porn. Wait, about like the end of our first season. Yes, this is I'm not joking. I'm serious. That's how I'm thinking about it. This is a milestone. This is episode 25. That's a that's a bigger milestone than episode 20 was, I believe. 25 yeah, for sure. Is a quarter of a hundred uh, episodes. That's wait. Cool. Hold hold on, real quick. Let me. Yep. I'm just I'm math just checks. checking the math on that. Math checks. I'm running my algorithms and. Yes, I got the same thing too. Um, yeah, I've got nothing else to say. Thank you guys for listening to us a quarter of a hundred episodes. Oh, we are now, and if you're hearing this, we will put it on our social media stuff, but we are now on Apple iTunes podcast because Aaron's a genius at figuring shit out and I'm not. And, and by genius, I just fucking kept emailing Apple customer service being like, okay, what's going on? And they're like, well, did you try this? And then like 15 emails later... We are on Apple iTunes as opposed to the other iTunes. And uh, yeah, and we are working on Google. Yeah. Right? I, and once, I say we, I say we. By, by we, I mean Aaron, because I don't, that's Aaron's alley. Hey, hey, this, this is a collaborative effort. And like, once this is done, you know, we're going to edit the podcast. And by, by we, we mean you. And we're each, we're, we're pulling, yep. we're pulling our weight in different areas that sure. we, where we can get shit done. I agree. Um, thank you guys for listening to us 25 episodes in. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, unless Aaron, Aaron has something else to say, thank you for listening to us. We love you guys. Mandalorian porn.
Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you. 